Parabam, Parabam, Parabarabarabam, Parabam, Parabarabarabam, Parabam, Parabarabarabam, Parabam, Bam, Parabam, Parabam, Parabarabarabam, Parabam, Parabam, Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Marvel What Now podcast. I'm Kurt, here with my co-host Peyton. Hey, hey, hey. And <laughs> we're here, this we're doing great. it, we're doing this. Are we doing this? <laughs> it only took us six years. You know what, better late than never. Six years talking about can... it, and it took a pandemic. <laughs> it, it, it took quarantine Financial to bring us together. The government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, it, this is needed. We're, we are needed. The we're just answering the call. Exactly. You know, there's, exactly. There's Avengers enough, Assemble, right? There's there's just not enough Marvel podcast out there. So, you know, we there was a void in the market and we had to fill that. Exactly. <laughs> uh so yeah, this is our first one. We're both pretty new to podcasts. Uh I am totally just faking it till we make it, assuming we make it. First take, we're gonna be looking at WandaVision that just came out this past week. And I know we both have been really looking forward to this. When was the last thing that came out? It was Far From mm-hmm. Home. Oh, I mean... Came out seven years ago or something like that. <laughs> In pandemic time, uh, 30 years. So um, Tom Holland is now an adult. Um, you know, the next Spider-Man movie is going to be... <laughs> He's now Thomas It's going to be him and Tobey Maguire fighting his grandpas. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, so today we're going to be breaking down uh, episodes one and two of WandaVision. And we're going to be talking some theories, uh, just talk about you know some of the things we noticed questions that definitely popped up um you know discussions there's no shortage of things to talk about for sure easter eggs lore they, oh my gosh oh my Jam-packed. god so many i had to break i just pause every screen or every scene and just look and be like okay that's that's a call out to this this is a call back mm-hmm. to that this mm-hmm. is just and so many things you don't even know too it's uh, like oh it's just it's mind-blowing I know we've uh, we've gotten the trailers. I was just so pumped for this. It's so just like new and fresh and different, and especially after watching Wanda Wonder or Wonder Woman on Wanda Wanda Woman Wanda Woman. Woman, <laughs> Wanda Woman. I want to see that movie. <laughs> it's the crossover event of the, of the year. <laughs> it, Wonder Woman's flying an invisible jet through fireworks and. Marvel's taking chances, and we're like, we're going to take inspiration from Dick Van Dyke. Oh, there we go. And okay, yes. I, it's almost like a New England that's... version of Wonder Woman. Wanda Woman, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Vision calls her Wonder. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's the Southern version. The Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, no, I, I, I well, completely first of all, agree. Like... You know, I, I feel like we talked about this before that there has been, of course, all of the shuffling and Black Widow and everything with the pandemic and Eternals. I mean, Eternals already should have come out. I mean, <laughs> who even knows what's happening with that? I don't even know if this is going to be released anymore. Um, no. Um, we just talked... This this had a lot of pressure. I feel like this had a lot of pressure coming into it. Uh, maybe more so than oh, a lot of the other projects, even though, you know, we've seen Wanda and Vision several different times. Um, there's, I, I, I would call them central but or excuse me like important but not central characters you know they're always there Mm -hmm. they're involved in everything and they do have very crucial roles but obviously they were not the like a-list characters or like they got the most screen time a lot of we had to we as the audience had to do a lot of filling in the blanks when we would catch up with Wanda and Vision in different places where they are you, you know what i mean in different mm-hmm. when we would see them a lot of material for them was just jam packed in a very 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 short amount of time <clears throat> so this was even the two big movies well i mean they were in several but um you know like civil war and age of ultron sort of being like their their first like biggest introductions mm-hmm. even though it's dealing with you know wanda exploding crossbones and killing all those people it still exists in captain america's movie it's captain america's right. story right. so him dealing with the fallout of the avengers uh in age of ultron you know that movie's sort of more about mm-hmm. tony's mm-hmm. so their stories are just like intermingled mm-hmm. in this and this is definitely their first chance to really you know give them some screen time give them some uh you know backstory but they do it in such a an intriguing mm-hmm. way and especially with these characters 
you know, even Iron Man was somewhat minor when they introduced him to the movies. So, you know, now you're trying to explain to the general public who the hell Wanda, you know, Wanda Maximoff and Vision are. Like, no one knows who those are. And I just saw that this was the highest rated MCU yep. property on mm-hmm, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Only two episodes in so, two, which is pretty crazy. <clears throat> so incredible. I mean, even when you watch the show, you know that they just had a very clear idea from the beginning of what they wanted to be and you know using these classic tv shows as a vehicle to tell their story and the way they do it like you know i grew up watching like nick at night like uh brady bunch all those mm-hmm. old shows mm-hmm. late Most at night so I, did, yeah. Some, I did yeah absolutely like somewhat familiar and you know it still feels even though it's comic book characters and it's set in the mcu or with all these superheroes it still kind of worked as you know very like dick van dyke episode bewitched like it has that, that very similar act structure of like the entire episode being the entire story where it's like crazy conundrum happens in the beginning hijinks in the middle and then it all ends up happy at the very end like it, they totally took mm-hmm. that kind of that that you know that episode structure and just applied it to this but then you know obviously we see the things there's always the, the breakdowns if you will like the the slow the cracks in the wall if you will of this of this kind of mm-hmm. world that's being built or or you know there's so many clues <clears throat> in every bit of this of I, i've I, what i think is just ge- generally happening happening <laughs> you and i really we talked about how we want to stay away from like oh well we think this is going to happen like that that's kind of like guessing the plot like and i i i, I just hate that you know what i mean i just because then it just kind mm-hmm. of heavily sets you up for them doing something completely different and maybe that's good but you don't end up liking it you know so we always try to focus on the yeah you're disappointed because it isn't it... what quote you want you know i mean a lot of bigger fandom things right. happen about that with with different shows and that kind of stuff so i mean i can't i can't see how as a fan you don't look at this and go wow like one of the i what i've been reading a lot some of the quote criticisms of the show is that they don't know what's going on or they don't really know what's happening and quote the sitcom uh shtick is getting a little tired already and i'm like this is two it's two episodes in it's the second episode what are you talking about like they're not going to give away the entire like you know like it Sort of use it as like a magic act. They're not going to show you the, the, the prestige in the first episode. Like that's just crazy. So I, I, I just have to, I have to just ignore those kind of criticisms about it. I think especially with the first two episodes being somewhat similar. You know, they're like black and white. You know, the fifties and sixties. They weren't like great departures in terms of like mm-hmm. tones of shows and and subject matter. So I think it's you know. I, d- I don't agree with the opinions you were talking about, but like, I kind of see where they're coming from, but I think in episode three, you know, they're moving into like the Brady bunch era and like color, like they'll just eat, they'll build on that. world. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe, and, maybe, maybe a, a misconception every person did is to think like every single episode was a difference. Cause like, there's, there's like elements of bewitched and I love Lucy. Yeah, like there's, it does, does, but what I'm saying is, is like, does that make it bad because they're mixing some things mm-hmm. and it's not like, nah, I, 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 that doesn't really bother me. Obviously there's like, there's like a progression of the time and the style. And so that's it, but it's also just like everything literally in the entire world is like blending together and you don't know what's real and all that kind of stuff. Like that, I feel like that's also happening in like the plot too. So I, I just think this is one of the most interesting for, for the, everybody says all the MCU movies are in properties are the same, which I, as even as a mega fan, I can think there are parts of that criticism that I do think are legitimate, but I think here with these shows now, I watched the interview with Kevin Feige just a couple of days ago, and he talked about this, about how the shows, and not only just the shows, but how the, like, they, Disney can do whatever they want with the shows now, too. They don't have to have, like, a programmed show. So just like Mandalorian, the episodes mm-hmm. could be 30 minutes, and that's it. That, that it. Or it could be 40 if it needs to be. They, they can just tell whatever story that they want to tell, and it doesn't have to be. 20 episodes of a season you know i mean like I, I love the arrowverse and you know you and i have talked about that you haven't watched that as much as i have but i've watched a lot of that especially up to the crisis on infinite earth's crossover and one of the big things is like 
it's like 22 episodes a season. And it's like, my God, they're just eventually there's just going to be like, you're just making, you're just making shit to spin the wheels. Do you know what I mean? You're just making, you're just exactly. making stakes. And we've talked about this before too, like in the Mandalorian, I said like, I hate when they just make things, stupid mistakes. Not that they like do mistakes to put the characters in peril and that has to happen, but when it's like a dumb mistakes, like don't let Moff Gideon sit by the blaster, like they wouldn't do that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like make yeah. another something that gets him out of that, but that just feels like really tropey to me. But I, I just don't feel anything like that from this show at all. It just feels new and interesting. And the fact that you don't know what's going on is to me one of the most exciting things, like obviously, like wtf like what is happening here <laughs> what is going on that's like the that's the exactly the show for me i think the the smartest idea is the way they use the classic tv shows as a vehicle but it makes sense in Correct. the story they're telling um you know like how we i think we'll discuss this in a few minutes but uh you know all the women in this reality um you know if, if you go back and you watch those the the old tv shows are just people from that generation you know they're all about mm -hmm. having kids they're all about like mm -hmm. oh pump out mm -hmm. babies mm -hmm. and i think they're tying that into this show to like somehow introduce like propped it well she was pregnant at the end of episode oh, two. that reveal it feels oh, like they're almost we'll like, like that later but i just literally oh, so like, clutched the pearls when i that happened <laughs> uh, I, I know this is super late, but we should probably say that, you know, like spoiler warnings for anyone who hasn't seen the episode. But uh, look, come on, like, if you on, haven't seen WandaVision by episodes, now, it's like there's going to be some spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But like, but like using the, the tones of the shows and stuff like drive the narrative of their story is genius. Whereas I know I'm going back to Wonder Woman, but there's just not that many recent comic properties yeah. to talk about. I feel like some writer went in the office and it was like, Hey, what if it's set in the eighties? And they're like, yeah, people of the eighties, right, right, like, <laughs> yeah. like there was there was no reason for it to be in the eighties other than just like, oh, Stranger Things are popular, like, right? People love the 80s, right, right, right. Then, the that, 80s. Like the eighties, nineties era is really popular. I mean, hello, that is our generation. We can't knock it that much. Come on now, <laughs> we're just yeah. I love the eighties, but yeah, I, I mean, totally. Someone just being like, eighties are popular. Let's do that. Versus someone being like, okay, we're gonna crossover every you know the past 60 or uh you know, well like well they're thinking like it has to be post world war ii but it has to be pre-2008 <laughs> you know like if we're looking at that so it's mm -hmm. gotta be what what's gonna sell the most you know throw a dartboard the 80s so yeah yeah i agree with you i agree with you yeah i, I just think that so clearly in this you can tell like you can't even if you literally can't tell what's going on in the plot like you can tell that they're just trying something i just can't see how someone can't watch even i don't, I don't know what's going to happen in the show i don't know whether it's going to continue this i hope that it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow uh paul bettany was on uh he was quoted just a couple of days ago as saying that it basically ends up as a crazy action movie at the end which we'll get back to that in a second about who may be involved in that um, but you know, I think it is that it is that slow burn. A lot of the show's been compared to like David Lynch, uh, you know, who one of our best friends is a big Twin Peaks fan. So a lot of it does have that kind of mm -hmm. like <clears throat> when you watch something with David Lynch, there's always this like just this he his work creates this aura of just like I feel like just like manic paranoia where you're like something is going to happen yes. here that is going to be just nutso <laughs> and it's just this like it's mm -hmm. that slow cigarette burn and then just boom and you just get these massive like literally earth changing and probably in this world reality changing um you know revelations <laughs> so i i, I just I, I just think both of these episodes were, and I'm not just because we are going to starve for the content, uh, for all the pressure, what it was like, what are they going to do after Endgame, and how that, how is, how is this going to be interesting, and how is it not going to be just this, you know, more Marvel crap? I mean, I, th this to me is like, you know, the future is in good hands, and in, in ways, I'm, I'm more excited about it now than I have ever been, and that is, I guess I'm drinking the Kool Aid like everybody else, but. They keep putting out good new <laughs> things that still have like a little serialization, but also connections to those past. And I, we'll get back to this in a second too. But I think everything about 
what is happening in the show is related to everything that we've seen from both of them, from both of these people in the show. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think the best or what I'm most excited for uh, from this show is to see the evolution of it, the way, you know, they, they keep these same two characters, mm-hmm. you know, Agnes and the other mm-hmm. supporting mm-hmm. characters, like how they stay somewhat consistent throughout the eras. But, you know, telling different stories, you know, like the jokes will evolve, maybe the subject matter, which speaking of subject matter, like for, you know, the show taking place in the 50s or 60s, it's a pretty raunchy show. There were a couple of, uh, you know, like mm-hmm, pretty naughty mm-hmm. call outs with, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the, the, they and, made the whole comment about you know, the like bed, and off the, the light, and, you know, magically puts the beds together. I think what they were doing in both of that mm-hmm. is like showing the reality of this time period and how things are portrayed and also doing like you said they were also like kind of making a comment and kicking it in the teeth a little bit of like breaking that convention you know what i mean i mean they literally break the mm-hmm. convention when you know vision's kind of like the I, I mean i just could talk about paul bettany all day in this role i mean i just thought he i just think he's just completely absolutely crushing it and knocking it out of the park and I think I'm scared because I don't know where Vision will be after this show. I mean, I, I don't know where he's going to be, um, but we'll get back to that. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we should okay. uh, maybe like start breaking it down. We've got what were some of the um, were there anything that jumped out to you right off the bat? You're like, oh, I've got to talk about this. I've got to get it off get it out of my head um gosh there was so many just inventive things that happened like with the the way they did the commercial ads as callbacks mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, some of her mm-hmm. drama oh and i think um, those those each individual uh, there were have like even though it's like a 10 10 15 second 20 second situation that you, you that trauma thing that you mentioned is crucial i think to the entire season of what they're doing here and how the villains of who I think that are the quote villains of this show uh, are manipulating Wanda. Do you, who do you think the, well, the first question you asked is what was, are? what was something that I, that jumped out to me immediately after watching the first two episodes. Okay. I don't think that in any bit of the press releases in any bit of this, and they've never ever talked, they've not talked about, and no person has been confirmed as the villain. Um, you know, obviously we'll get to Catherine Hall and I want to spend just minutes just talking about her incredible amazingness just cause she's just so perfect. Yes. Oh um, my God. But, so good. uh, I, I, cannot what you cannot even as a i don't maybe not as a casual fan but the first two episodes mephisto we had talked about mephisto for a while mm-hmm. like are they gonna do him you and i had talked about we thought that christian bale would have been a really really good choice if he was potentially somebody they were looking at and but you know obviously he's gonna be gore now but would they go there do you know what i mean like that's the thing is like would they go there i mean they kind mm-hmm. of explained a way gods and stuff in like a like a kind of in a really in a kind of like a you know a kind of just kind of dismissive way i mean you know it's like oh gods in this way whatever you call them gods whatever this kind of stuff so i feel like it would be almost a very similar thing where they're just going to equate mephisto to just like i think what's going to happen in the eternals is like i think the eternals are going to be like analogs and our inspiration in terms of humans for why we create the greek gods and that kind of stuff and there's going to be some sort of like connection to that like they are the literal inspiration for what these ancient things were created so i think they're going to do in that way and like mm-hmm. he is a demon not that it's like literally hell but there's like a hell world or you know they're introducing all this stuff and you know we they're doing this multiverse thing they confirm that this and then spider or dr strange 2 and then spider-man 3 are going to be this multiverse situation so he could be in like a dormammu mm-hmm. situation he could be a ruler of this hellish quote realm you know where he is this kind of like quote god of it but to me, Mephisto uh, immediately mm-hmm. is like, if they are, if they cast somebody huge as Mephisto and they haven't even talked about it at all, and it's going to be like, boom, and it's going to be one of those things. I do think he's already in the show as well, um, and I do think uh, uh, there's already several several clues that he is uh, involved in this. So uh, that would be my. Oh my God, immediately this is like, this is who the big bad is. Even if he is going to have um, a mm-hmm. small presence. Like if, if 
I think Catherine Hahn is ultimately going to be the quote lead villain of this season, but I do think she is in service of Mephisto. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I think a lot of people had that speculation going into the show before we even knew what it was, just based on, you know, her relation to Mm -hmm, sort of mm -hmm. Mephisto in the comic books. But I do agree that like the term loose and or uh, the term gods in the MCU is used very like loosely, you know, to refer to God. But then you also have or uh, you, you have Thor, but you also have a uh, uh, Dormammu, which I you, you mentioned. I think that'll be somewhat the equivalent of Mephisto, this like interdimensional being, you know, he rules over his quote unquote mm-hmm. hell. Uh, dimension. I mean, they can even make. I mean, and, if, I mean, yeah, for me, I, if they can make connections to him through the rest of the MCU. He can be connected back to Hydra. He can be connected to Blade and Dracula. He, you know, he can be he can be someone who is another, almost like a like a cosmic, uh, serialized villain. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like a villain for all of them that continues mm-hmm. on and and you know infects all of their lives and their situations. Yeah, I, my uh, this is uh, one of my big theories is that Wanda's mm-hmm. already met Mephisto because when the show starts, it just mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, it starts mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know right, and they, they're the shield, whatever. Uh, but we we've gleaned together from the trailers that excuse me, sword, not shield, sword is somehow monitoring wherever this reality quote bubble that Wanda is in that's happening so that has to have i agree with mm-hmm. you that has to have already happened and we are just jumping into the tv program that they're picking up somehow yes like she's all wanda mentioned several times uh you know using this classic tv show trope they like they just want to fit in they just want to mm-hmm. be normal like suburbanized and that's kind that's of been her entire through line real yeah, world absolutely. as well Mm-hmm. I love that they're going yeah, back to exactly. Age of Ultron, and, and they're so really I, making that makes they're, they're making that matter. I really, really love that for both of them, for both Vision and her. And I think we'll see some kind of Ultron reference in a commercial yeah. that we'll see yeah. in or a, some a sort of haunting dream of hers. Like um, he, he is, he is integral to her, like and Pietro's life, you know, so that, you know, and obviously that there's going to be something with him. I'm hoping I'm praying Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson did something, even just something small. I hope he did just something small and they, you know, mm-hmm. Evan Peters is supposed to be in it too. So I, I hope that I think Evan Peters may be speed grown up. Uh, we'll see. I don't know who knows that that could be many other things though, but I really hope Aaron Taylor Johnson did just oh, something small. You know, he for years ago said he did he didn't want to return and he only took the role because he died at the movie. But I, I think that Quicksilver is just I there's more to him and that and they can use him a little bit more as opposed to just the trauma for Wanda. But <clears throat> oh, I mean, even Wanda and this and Vision in this show are completely different from you know who they were in uh, Age of Ultron. Not necessarily from a a character and their their motivation right but right. just mm-hmm. in how they're portrayed so you know i could see them approaching them like okay you know quicksilver and age of ultron no we're not doing that anymore like you're still quicksilver but you have like an american accent you'll be like the brother that comes to visit mm-hmm. and it'll tie into this show in this way mm-hmm. and it's just completely like reinventing mm-hmm. hopefully the character or some of the other trauma you know i was thinking about the kids with, end up becoming which we talked about that before too, that they're, I think obviously they're going to set up the kids and for the children is, you know, the whole big culty thing that's happening. So maybe speed becomes what, you know, Quicksilver's, you know, the, 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 you know, the speedster, if you will, I guess, Mm -hmm. who knows back to trauma, sir. You were mentioning trauma. Don't we all have it? Don't we all love it? Let's talk about it. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) Let's talk about our traumas. We, uh, I mean, who, who can't relate to re- to escaping reality right now? I don't think if that's what's happening, if Wanda's creating her own bubble reality to escape the real world, I mean, I don't think anyone oh, well, can I mean, uh, put that past her right now. Man. Shit. I mean, come but, on, girl. I'm like, girl, if I had those powers, I'd do <laughs> Oh my God, I'd be creating my own. I mean, basically, I am doing the I am doing the same thing right this now. My... It's just, I'm just I, I I need to, I guess, you know, Ashton is gonna be my vision. Ashton's my boyfriend. Um, Ashton is my vision. So we are having our own version of this <laughs> as we speak now. 
<laughs> I've created my own pocket reality where everyone gets $700. <laughs> I'm going to create a pocket reality where this the is all released world. at once and I don't have to wait for uh, nine weeks for it to be done. Thank you, Kevin Feige. <clears throat> <laughs> it is kind of interesting how, you know, streaming services basically destroyed uh, you know, cable and live TV. Well, did, uh, but here, wait, I know. Well, that, that's circle. a whole other conversation, but I think that comes down to like just keeping it in the like keeping it in the national talk for much longer because now it is going to be for you know another month and a half, two months. People are going to continue to be talking about the show as opposed to just all being done and you talking about the ending of it in one weekend. So, there, I think there's a lot of big, bigger strategies happening there. But mm-hmm. the, the freedom though of doing the episodes is to me the best thing. So, <clears throat> all right, let's get back to talking about actual trauma. I'm tired of talking about the traumas the world let's talk about wanda's traumas wanda's (laughs) wanda's traumas Um, (laughs) sounds like a sounds like a wanda's trauma was the working title of mall (laughs) dr seuss's wanda's traumas okay so obviously this uh so she's she's had a lot of trauma in the mcu but this is the first time you know she's headlining a story she gets the main sort of the main storyline but she you know she uh these will take form as a commercial in, in some capacity i'd imagine but the the death of her brother and vision's destruction ultron, i mean vision's destruction um, right in front of so her in, in infinity war age of <laughs> ultron know. like i'm sure she feels guilt for you know like mind controlling the hulk which then goes uh-huh, and destroys yeah. and then obviously Johannesburg. the beginning of Civil um, War with the explosion. Killing crossbones. Yep, yep fighting yep. friends. Mm-hmm. Watching Vision die twice in front of her, yep. like having to kill Vision one of those times. Um, so yeah, I think all of those will will come back in and some compa- and maybe even a, a hidden story. Like maybe they'll allude to something that we're not even aware okay, of. Let's in let's our, just get right line it. yet. I think this we've talked about how that we think that everything that's happening here and hopefully we will see in the future uh, as this plays out um, that the villain here. Let's talk about I want to know here's I'm going to ask you a question. Why? Why is this happening? And who is doing this? You know, the Jimmy Park character, the uh, the Ant-Man, the looks like he's obviously working for a sword now, which makes sense. If he and Ant-Man are buddy buddies, you know, Ant-Man was probably like, hey, come on, do some good work over here. So we mm-hmm. see there's a connection there. It's already been confirmed that, that voice is him. So my question to you is, what is happening here? What do you think is happening to Wanda? Who is doing it and why? Because then I think that's going to answer these other questions. Okay. We need to talk about why it's happening. And then we can see like, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe we should Look, have it's started our first episode. Give us a break. <laughs> Cut us some slack, folks. Okay, so my overall 360 idea of what this show is, um, Wanda dealing with her past trauma somehow either made a deal with Mephisto before the show, or this is just her creating her own bubble because she doesn't want to deal with the real world and she's using all these childhood television shows that portray this perfect life like that's she's creating this fake reality to help her deal and in this fake reality Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. uh brought back vision um Mm -hmm. she never even acknowledges Mm -hmm. that that remember they can't explain where Um, they came from so this is her dealing with that trauma explain where they came from um, when you know Mr. Hart, Mrs. Hart, they, she asked them, mm-hmm. like, "Where did you, you know, where did you get married?" And then they, they're, they're like, "Where did we get?" They have that realization in the moment too, so it's almost like they don't even realize. It's like nothing happened to them prior to like literally the episode beginning. Like that's where their existence begins to them in a way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's her maybe creating this pocket reality to escape. Uh, she says in the one episode, I believe it's to Dottie, because Dottie's kind of like uh, attacking her verbally. And Wanda's like, well, I don't want to hurt anybody. So I think she's just trying to escape. And she doesn't realize yes. the effect that it's having on the outside world. And that's when Swords brought in, um, you know, they, they know Wanda. They've, they've worked with her, the Avengers, in some capacity. So you hear Jimmy Woo's voice, mm-hmm. like, who's doing this to you? Like, are you okay? They're trying to break in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tiana Paris helicopter in episode two, which in the trailer you see, yeah, there's there's something 
that she's doing to the outside world and they're trying to help her slash stop her. Um, but within this reality, uh, I believe, um, and you use this word like coven, yeah. like the the women or the witches, mm-hmm. maybe some of the men. Possibly from Hydra. Maybe they're like, maybe and they are I believe like, in that journey. You know, you could connect the Mephisto back to like Hydra. And, you know, because to me, the only way like a witch coven could exist away from like Doctor Strange and the ancient one would be this like secret sex. So it's like, to me, it's a very like clandestine society of like either, either like a like a co- I, yeah. I think it's a coven of witches and even if the men are connected to them they work for them or they're like their husbands because they they are their subservience do you know what i mean like i do think the women are the ones in control mm-hmm. here i feel like they're very similar to uh, Caecilius yeah. in doctor strange and his what they call like zealots like the same way he's the leader of them and they worship Dormammu and they're trying to bring in Dormammu. I think it's something. I mean, they're demonic worshipers. Frankly, that's who Agatha they are. Harkness, that's, that's what the coven is. They're, I think they are worshiping exactly. Mephisto. Yes. They're witches. They're he's the Mephisto. devil. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Agatha, Agatha Harkness is sort of the leader. Um, she he keeps talking about her husband, who, Ralph. I mean, yes. but we never see Ralph. I, I think that yes, she, like, yes, Ralph 100%. is Mephisto. I think that she is sort of like the Bellatrix Lestrange to I can Voldemort. See that. Like, that's mm-hmm. what she is to Mephisto. Like, his most loyal follower. She's kind of, like, crazy. She doesn't play by the rules. Dottie's the Plus very, like, Emma rule follower. Buffy. I mean, come uh, on. Like, it just, oh, it just, yes. Uh, I mean, just the, the, bunnies. <laughs> the bunnies. Oh, God. Uh, they got them hoppy mm-hmm. legs and twitchy little noses. Come on so, now. I mean, you got to shout out to Buffy. I mean, come on now. You cannot, you mm-hmm. can't, don't tell me you're going to be casting it. Uh, Emma Caulfield, who is like a genre, you know, superstar in a, in like, yes, she's going to be, like, yeah, like, uh, like, oh, it's so intense. Uh, Hart, the, I can't think of her name, but the woman from that 70s show, like just, just, I mean, come on now. They are, mm-hmm. they, there's something going on there with those women. And I believe that they are in service of Mephisto. So I completely agree with you. Um, you also see in the trailer just for a second, there's that big flash of that like red wall, which connects back to the credits, the credits. Obviously there's so yes. much to me that's just, I feel like I was telling Ashton after but after we finished it, I was like, the credits are just telling everything. Like literally the credits are showing you exactly what's happening. Like that's literally what's going to look like her red magic with like the cubes and like the, they're like, it's almost like they're like Legos that she kind of tears apart. Like mm-hmm. when, they, when they are forming and reforming back together, that's exactly what she's doing. Why it's happening mm-hmm. to me. I, you, I, I think that's really clever. I never thought about if he comes to her in some sort of, uh, again, like, Faustian offer, you know, of like maybe she does wish to escape after Endgame and everything, and she just has she feels like she has nothing left for herself anymore. Um, but I, I mean, what's more, what's more demonic or devil than like their wild offering dreams. someone all of their and dreams the per- come true? Wait, and not only that, reality, but you're offering it but- to the person who can literally make it happen. If she maybe Wanda doesn't realize, I don't, I don't know if Wanda realizes that what how powerful she actually is i don't know if she like i think this is going to be a realization of her as well like with the kids that she will realize in this that she can rewrite reality and she is that powerful and you know that that can she can do that because she's not done that yet she has never really all of her powers have been kind of like telekinesis based um so she's never done a lot of like mm-hmm. I think like magic stuff until this show. What I would say, um, so. Mm-hmm. Well, the they changed the acronym for sword. Uh, I believe it's now it looks like that's what they're doing with the heroes now, or anybody with uh, uh, powers. Right. So I mean that right there. I mean if they're a, the highest level, you know, most threatening weapon. Uh, observing organization out there and they're absor- observing Wanda you know what does that say about her like she never wanted to be a weapon um, well I mean she like signed up for the experiments and but I don't think she wanted yes. to be like yeah. the weapon that she is <laughs> and so of course it's very natural for her to like maybe want to suppress her her uh, magic especially after what she did with like crossbones scared of herself people in the world she's yeah. like okay yeah. like I have to keep it in control and I think what's happening are 
the witches, maybe they they know, maybe Wanda's like from a line of witches, but like she has maybe some special right, link right. to her chaos magic that they don't have. So they want to use her, like unleash her full power and somehow use yes. her to bring yes. Mephisto into this world, which is my my biggest theory is that um, the 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 witches and Mephisto are using her to create the twins or even just like a child because I maybe mm-hmm, Mephisto mm-hmm. can't like cross over into our plane um, and maybe he can possess people, but maybe he can't stay very long. Maybe he can't inhabit that host. So he's like, okay, here's this super powerful witch. She can bend reality. I'm going to use her. Or I'm going to trick her to create these bodies, which I can then inhabit yes, and yes. walk freely. I mean, in come on now. I- and Mephisto wants to come into our dimension he wants to like take over or he just wants to live freely oh come on now it has to be very like him having access to this reality it has to be that kind of like or him having um him being reborn i mean to me it's i i sent the uh the picture to you it was the it's all for you damien like to me it's literally the omen like the omen is what's happening in this plot (laughs) is that the coven is trying to through wanda create a child of the devil, essentially, which would be the Antichrist. Like, I think they're trying to create the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I mean, they're not going. They may not say that. They may not say that, but it's going to be. Oh, absolutely. Say, like, Mephisto the reformed whole for the or children. Really, it's going to be like the Marvel version of the Antichrist. Um, you know, even I, I don't know if this is intentional or it's just my, you know, listening to bad religion and seeing this symbol. But the sword logo to me yes, feels, yes. you know, like an inverted cross. So I don't know if there's any kind of like if that will tie into the show, you know, if it is very like religious or here we go, Illuminati-esque. It does have a very like, but I mean, come on now. There, there's also other clues. I mean, every time they say for the children, it sounds like you know, uh, village of the damned or what are the, the you know what was that movie with the kids, the children of the damned or whatever. It's like for no, not children of the corn. You have to say I, children of the corn or it's, it's or, like for the children, and it's like this like you know everybody. It's like a cult voice, and, and it keeps <laughs> getting repeated by everybody, and particularly uh, Agnes. Um, uh, she makes her comment, "You're the star of the show." Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, they're they're the devils in the details. Oh, like, oh well, he's I, he's, I he's more women. than that too. <laughs> so I I think, mm-hmm. even the um, I think the men in this are maybe some kind of like drones, you know, like Westworld host, and I feel like they're playing that up because in these old TV shows the the dads or the men are always these like bumbling idiots. They're just kind of like goofballs. And I think that sort of plays. They're the ones who power like totally. the women they are, are much they, more I than ones like men are like, running they're the like show. Subservient. They're like yeah. servants essentially. So they're there, but they're like, you know, whether they're like mm-hmm. each paired off with one of them and they're actually together and that's their like, you know, whatever person that's there. I completely agree. There, there is, um, there is a famous storyline. Uh, it says, I'm going to quote this. It says, in the comics, Scarlet Witch's madness was eventually revealed to have been amplified by a powerful demon that sought to cause chaos on Earth. A line that Mr. Hart specifically says, and they said they say that word chaos uh, several times in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the line evokes Mephisto, Marvel's version of the devil and Lord of Hell. Disturbingly, Scarlet Witch accidentally repurposed pieces of Mephisto's broken soul when she rewrote reality to give herself children in the comics. So I I think that is absolutely a, a, an amalgamation go. of what ha- what is happening. Um, there is the coven whether they have whether that maybe someone like you said maybe the mephisto under the guise of something comes to wanda to maybe show her like she has more power than she thinks and then there's that kind of he there's there there's or maybe maybe agatha maybe agatha harkness in like the real world comes to wanda because she is a a, a villain of the scarlet witch agnes agnes is so what if Catherine hahn is the person because if we're saying that mephisto mm-hmm. is not like he's really just influencing, like you said, the Voldemort kind of thing. Like he's like Professor Quirling, Catherine Hahn, while she's becoming more power powered by him. She leads the coven, and their goal is to get the kid back. So she comes to Wanda in real life to help her with her magic because she has quote experience with it. And then that's how they 
start to manipulate her. I think that's what's happening. Um, yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, she's... I I don't know if this will tie in with uh, Infinity War, where she actually... Mm-hmm you know, destroys the, the Mind Stone and Vision. Like, maybe that somehow gave her the ability to, uh, you know, a little bit of the Mind Stone's power exists within her, and that's the way she's able to create sort of this real-life sentience in this fake reality. So she's literally able to, like, re-piece back together her Vision. So he did die, maybe sure he, like, didn't bring him back, but Wanda, through this literally just, being I mean, she's able she's to, she able is, to, she can, she can just her powers are literally, like, and she's able to, I mean, they have to be mm-hmm. careful with this, like, I think that's why they always tie it to, like, massive consequences happening, is, like, she can literally just, like, wink him back into existence if she mm-hmm. wanted to, like, she could literally just rewrite those things, which, that's what I think is happening, I think, mm-hmm. I think the, the Coven and Agatha are trying to get her, whether it's a connection through the Infinity Stones to the children. I, we talked about this. I, Wanda is the only character who is literally connected to the Infinity Stones. She is created from one of them, and she destroys another one of them. Vision makes the point when he brings it up to her that she can mm-hmm. destroy it, that she has the magic to like essentially crack apart the crystallized energy. So what that why couldn't she put it back together you know she's probably the only person who could put it back together and even on top of that if she can just rewrite reality she could really just make the infinity stones again if she wanted to i don't think they're going to go that crazy but i think they are trying to get her to mm-hmm. with the maybe the chaos that maybe there is a piece of, of mephisto inside of wanda already maybe she doesn't even like there's some there's something around the chaosness of hmm. her and her abilities that allows them to go after her to bring Mephisto back. What that could possibly be there, I feel like they'll explain that in some sort of version. But yeah, I like I think like you said that, that they're trying to get them to have one kid, but that may be the twist is that she makes two of them. You know what I mean? Like they they don't Yeah, because I mean she's a she's a twin, so right, I feel right. like it's only natural that she would want to create twins. Like, you know, her idealistic uh, relationship with children or, you know, relationship right. for her children would be to be twins. So I, I think that's very, uh, you know, natural. My big, like how I think the ending is going to happen. I don't know if we talked about mm-hmm. this, like trying not to guess too much because you don't want to be disappointed when it doesn't. But my theory for how everything sort of like wraps up um, would be, so in this mm-hmm. reality, she's created Vision and her twins uh, like made them real, but they can't escape the bubble yet. Uh, and then in the end, Mephisto gives her, uh, you know, because he's the devil and like, he wants you to sort of like make your own choice and damn yourself. Uh, I think he's going to say, you give Wanda the choice. Like mm-hmm. you can either keep uh vision or your children and like, he'll inhabit it. He'll, he'll inhabit one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe the twins collectively yeah. or something. And she gets to keep the yes. other one. It's and like so a soapy choice, but it's for vision choice and the children. Of, yeah, exactly. Do I choose between my yeah. my partner or my children? Yeah, and I don't think she'll be able to make it. So I think she will offer herself uh, for Mephisto to possess. And when that happens, you've broken them all out of this reality bubble. Uh, vision is now brought back. He's totally real and alive again. You've now brought mm-hmm. back her teenage sons well, yeah they, Wiccan, they, they're I, real I, and exist in the larger be, MCU. You know, Steinfeld but... age. <laughs> yeah like i think wanda will now be possessed by mephisto walking freely in the M- mcu and it'll be a very um um dark oh God, willow from buffy i'm blanking on her name yeah willow. perfect like a very uh you know dark Dr. willow Strange too. yeah and yeah. that will maybe lead she to the cracks it open. Multiverse of madness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mephisto yeah. using yeah. Wanda's powers, warping reality, and it brings back all the other characters, but also creates. I feel like the Marvel movies do such a good job of okay, we finished this story, but like 
it created this whole they new can even connect that list back of to problems the, that we have to address. A lot of people so, hate the one more day storyline, which is terrible in Spider-Man. I, and I agree with you, but they could repurpose that. And what if they, uh, one more day with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and that's how he gets Emma Stone back. And that's how she's alive. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's a stupid comic book storyline, but repurposing the MCU in ooh. this context of all this Mephisto having not only his hands in this reality, but all the other realities, which they're also going to be bringing into it. And that could be cool too. I mean, that's just a crazy idea, but it's something, that like works and makes sense for me because Mephisto is and he and he's also been rumored to be in Loki as well too that he also is his hands are all that's happening in you know the Loki show too so I do think that there is mm-hmm. somebody they have not revealed that is going to be Mephisto and that is going to be in this I agree he seems like a good um I, I don't know what his role will be moving forward. Maybe he'll be sort of like a an Ultron like level threat, like the 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 mini boss or like the pre you know in game kind of boss. But he's sort of you know he's very different from Thanos. He's not this big bulky guy who's like indestructible and can smash everything. He's you know deceiving and like yes. trickery and you know will give you choices but you know there's no right choice you're screwed either way i think he's the, just uh, he could more, be chaos be interesting they keep saying threat like maybe loki without chaos. the world i could really see them leaning into that and him like that goes back to like him making deals with everybody it's like it's all about the deals and the chaos and the thing i, I think i think they're gonna lean into that more version of like the quote devil does that make sense and like you know that that yeah mm-hmm. totally agree i, I mean you even saw it like with Surtur in uh, Ragnarok. I mean, that was probably. And the if closest, they just explain like, it as this like fire, what a hell could be, world, you know, you know like underground I mean? like, that's, that's fire. It, yeah. yeah. I I want more, you know, like devil's advocate, you know, like Mephisto in a suit, like just really interesting that you uh, use that you know, like, movie. Because around, like, I know that mass- they've been talking about it and they keep talking and he keeps getting rumored. Keanu Reeves, dude. Keanu Reeves. What if Keanu Reeves is Mephisto and that, you know, that's a role that he would be important. I would love that. A lot of different things, but he doesn't have to carry it. So it still leaves him free for other projects. The devil's advocate switch instead of him being the role, he's the Al Pacino role. Like I, I, I just do. I swear. I think that there's still somebody that they've not announced yet that purposely that's they're going to wait they're going to wait until this like happens and then it's you and i've also talked about uh the um dr strange as well that i i think he's going to be in this show towards the end of it as well too i mean you you pointed this out to me and i I didn't even Mm notice this one the first time but the brooches on the women every person who wears a brooch in this show watch out (laughs) there is something going on with their costume choices (laughs) yeah I I assume you're uh, you're referring to was it Geraldine Monica Rambeau? She is wearing that very like Doctor Strange like a uh, Doctor Strange sling portal. Then if you tie that footage back to what we see that in the Mm pre-release trailer when she is in a different outfit in like the seventies era, and there's an there's like it shows the outside in the dark, and like she's like laying on the ground and she looks over, and then there's one scene where she's talking to Wanda and she goes, "Uh, uh, "Who are you?" Or Wanda goes, "Who are you?" And she goes. I don't know. You know what I mean? So there's, if she's already been in it and then she's in it a different decade, it's like the same mm-hmm. thing that she explained in this episode where she was like, I was just in the backstage and all of a sudden I'm just in the box. Like, it's almost like Wanda is like, everybody's a toy in this and she just puts them in different places whenever she wants to, whenever she needs them to be them where she needs them to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like yes. a, the helicopter, like a toy helicopter. That, the, yeah. I, totally think anything that like enters in you know crosses crosses that threshold into this reality it's like you become a part of the narrative you you sort of lose your memory like you're you're just part of it like sort of an inception and plus look what happens when vision goes to start like to figure out what's happening to the like quote attacks by the quote uh what he says from the guys at work the like uh you know like the the ne'er-do-wells is the word he uses the ne'er-do-wells out causing a a kerfuffus you know um so i so he goes to that scene which is like the the, all the which is that's gotta be like the secret guy is the guy who is the one that leaves mr hart's office 
when Vision is in the very, very first scene, the guy that leaves Mr. Hart's office. I also think he's a guy that is sitting at that table who gives him the stick of gum. What is the stick of gum called? Big Red. I mean, come on. Like, they're just, they're, the clues are there, y'all. The clues are there. <laughs> this is going to be like a Rosemary's Baby situation. But it's going to be instead of like the, th- instead of them being like the child of the devil, you know, Agatha is going to reveal that the children aren't real because she does that in the comics. She is the person who reveals that to Wanda that when, the, that when Wanda's not around, the children don't exist. And then that's when she just freaking loses it. <laughs> that's when she just absolutely loses mm-hmm. it. But Vision goes to the, like, you know, the, the <laughs> neighborhood watch meeting about like, well, we got to toughen up all these security protocols and we've got to figure out what's going on with these crazy people. And they're like, Vision, we're not talking about that. That's not real. That doesn't happen. Don't worry about that at all. Here's a piece of gun, which ends up screwing them up. You know what I mean? Which ends up messing them up. Um, and it completely... Mm -hmm. like it turns him away from thinking about like quote the outside threats because what happens when the helicopter like tries to penetrate the barrier it her magic makes it turn in i think her magic makes the things like the beekeeper if you look at the beekeeper's back he actually has the sword logo on his back yeah he has the sword logo on his back we haven't even talked Um, about and if we're assuming that monica rambo is an agent of sword as well that I, I guess that Doctor Strange tries to portal her into it, and I think that's why the, that's how Wanda is perceiving her. So that's why she has the portal on as the brooch. So that's like that's how she gets in, you know. But the beekeeper as well, he comes from up. Maybe they try to dig under, which would make mm-hmm. sense. Maybe they try to dig under where Wanda is to get into the bubble. Because if it's like a bubble in like a like a under the dome kind of situation, maybe that's how mm-hmm. they try to solve to get into it. I think the um, the beekeeper is actually Jimmy Wu, uh, Randall Park, the um, the sword agent. I know, right, like, right. You, I, yeah, there's I, been I some people think, who yeah, like lighten up the photo, and it's clearly not that actor, yeah, Mister X. Yeah, I think it's just like a, a trickery thing. Like, yeah, uh, but I think that's Jimmy Wu. You know, because the character it is very like startling and disturbing seeing him you know, crawl out of the sewer and it's meant to be like very dark, but I could also see, you know, like them walking up to him and Randall Park just taking off yes, the yeah, beekeeper like helmet and, you know, making immediately going to jokes. The so it was just so kind of these like, people step into this reality, they are put into whatever situation that she needs them to be in to make sense. Cause when that doesn't make sense to her, when that happens, what does she do? No. Yeah, and then it, and then it, you know it rewinds that it, it it didn't make sense to her. It was breaking everything down. See, and that yeah. that to me too is where it's like I I think they are manipulating Wanda to make that choice, or maybe maybe she, you know because again that that she goes she realizes like this this is not right. No, I don't want this. Like you know that's what I, that's what I took from that moment. Um, and then and then again again. It just every single absolutely every bit of dialogue has like double meaning it rewinds and what's the first thing that she says vision is this really happening and it's like it's a dual meaning in that moment because it's like they're pregnant and she's like nervous and scared about the future and like are we going to be able to do this and then it's also like is she asking if it's really like real? <laughs> you know what I mean? Both of those things are happening in that moment. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen just nailed that moment. So, so, so mm-hmm. good. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about the, the pregnancy reveal that they did. It was so subtle and small. I literally gasped when she just turned around and he was like, oh, I mean, you know, it just was such a, such a cool moment. It's going to be, see what they, it's going to be cool to see what they do with this, <laughs> with these kids moving forward and how, uh, and who they are. I mean, who they are, who they're going to be. Um, Yeah, they've got to, you know, already have actors who have, you know, shot this. I mean, they kept Mark I Hamill mean, a secret. Have they kept, kept Mark Hamill all a secret for a year. And so much about the show's that, secret that, for as know, long I as mean, they come have. Come on now. I'm telling you, they do have secrets in this. And there's people that they, like, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in it. They haven't said one thing about him being in it at all. Like, you know, if it is, I think they're going to wait for that because when it does happen, it's good. People are going to go ballistic. And you know what I mean? Why would that, why would we want to see that? You know, we talked about that before, too, with these things. Like, you know, like the Aquaman 
man moment with Jason Momoa. My gosh, when he comes out in that suit, it's just literally one of the most epic, like perfect superhero suit reveals ever. But why did you show that in the trailer? I already knew it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like if it just happened, I would have been like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that, you know, Ben Affleck just went on the, uh, he in an interview just a couple of days ago said, uh, he was like, Kevin fucking Feige, man. He was like, he is literally the best producer ever, ever in the history of movies. He's like, he knows exactly what the audience wants. He knows how to give them just enough but to also give them a little bit of play that's going to happen in the future and i think that's exactly what's happening here all these things are connecting it's going to connect to dr strange all the pieces are coming together and making a lot of sense i would even go so far as to say you know evan peters keeps getting rumored to be in this and i think he is going to be in it and i think he's going to be speed grown up i think he is going to be speed grown up that that that's i i don't think he's going to be quicksilver from the multiverse i think he's going to be Evan Peters, um, I, I mean, but here, what if they, I mean, Haley Steinfeld's like twenty. Would he be too old? You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. the, 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 you know, if they're good, not all the Avengers have the young Avengers that they're setting these people That's up true. have to be like, you know, and, and here's the thing: if, if the show could end with them being like twenty five, twenty six. <laughs> they could just be like who they are in the present now and not be like you know what i'm saying there that's a that's a very very easy i also told you guys, I think that's the easiest way to make Monica Rambo have the powers is that oh you know. Wait a minute! You're not Captain Marvel, but you could be, <laughs> bewitched, and then all of a sudden she has the powers like Captain Marvel, and then when it comes back, <laughs> when they're back in the reality, she has the powers now too. Like that's a very uh, that that works for me in that way to see how she becomes uh, Sp- Spectrum. Is that is that who she becomes? Spectrum. What her name? Photon. Photon. Yeah, like yeah, like her mom. Yeah, because I think uh, doesn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Carol yeah. even say like. Oh, it's a photon blast in Captain Marvel. Yeah. I mean, I I really I know we're just like praising Marvel and Kevin Feige and all of this, but I've definitely just got to give like give it up for them because it just blows my mind that they've come out with yeah. all these movies, yeah. you know, that's been fuck mm-hmm. what 13 mm-hmm. years since Iron Man, and they're still People. like taking chances. Um, you know, especially coming off of Endgame, like you, you know all these like new movie execs are like oh we who's the next big bad right. like what's the next big crossover we're like, making we a sell show those that's a, a and for them witch. to just go like <laughs> we have this really like, weird idea okay like i feel like if like if yeah Kevin Feige can come in and say we're gonna do that but if some i feel like you know, if someone was like i think this would be the direction you go like you'd be like you're insane you're insane oh i know like all right so we just came off in game and uh uh, far from home. What's the next big idea? Johnson, Dick Van what's Dyke you got? Meets, um, the Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Y'all, you know, you know, all the shows old is that the like new, new the baby. anymore. Let's <laughs> reference all of those. Um, I mean, just is this still? I mean, I've mm-hmm. watched uh, each episode maybe three times at this point, yeah. And yeah, I just watch yeah. it with like a smile on my face because it's just it's so fun, it's so. And it's like I just I just have this so like fresh real big um, sense of dread. I have to admit that I do. I have a big sense of dread. I don't think this is gonna end uh I, I love that kind of Sophie's choice mm-hmm. kind of analogy you made, but and I do think that it is gonna lead up to something like that where it's like it's you know, Wanda has everything she wants right now, but I don't think she's mm-hmm. gonna have everything she wants by the time that it's over. And I think she's gonna be really, really mad yeah. at the people who uh have tricked her into thinking that she can have it all. So it, it, I really feel like there's going to be a lot of major, major consequences that happen at the end of this show. And I'm excited about it. And I actually don't even know if like, like what is the, hey, we're, we're already here to, but like, I don't even know what could be the second. Like, I don't even know if there needs to be like a second season of the show already. Like I know kind of, I feel like I know where they're going or like, which maybe is a stupid thing to say, uh, which it probably is. But, um, Oh, I just, obsessed already if i had to guess i don't think there would be a second season of this show just because i feel like this they're using this show it's so unique and you know even as they're running through all these different decades it ends like in a very modern way so there's not that many like 
And he said that the shows are going to be callbacks that they can do without repeating themselves. But I think this will be the. He did say that. He has. I literally watched the interview where he said that. So you and I talked about this before, Jude, that we think that like Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be one season. But then after Captain Mackie becomes Captain America, that that, that it'll be I like a Captain America show. You know what I mean? Or it'll it'll change the title like that. that They couldn't call it Captain America, the show, because he quote is not Captain America. And that's kind of like the the struggle of the story, it seems like, or the, you know, the end. But I could see them like the next season being like Captain America and, you know, the mm-hmm. him being the new Captain America and that that being kind of rebranded that way, too. Especially with this new format, they're, you know, creating with Disney Plus, like create they have this one shared universe. There's the movies, there's the TV shows. I the same way we were talking yep. like, oh, the episode of Mandalorian, sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's 45. It's whatever it needs to be. I think correct, they'll take correct. that same thinking and apply it to like number of seasons. Like, okay, because these characters are here now and now they're over here in the show. It, like, it only like needs to be one season. It makes sense. Like if he goes to the Thunderbolts, well, now he's on the Thunderbolts show. And it makes sense if you've been watching it because that's where the narrative leads up to what it needs to be. Exactly. Exactly. How does it tie into that larger thread that's just running through every property in the MCU? Uh, you know, you tell the story you need to tell, and then wherever it goes from there, like you figure it out. Right, Maybe right. this leads into another show. It's not WandaVision, but it's something else. Like I think it's just for them, it's moving forward. It's not just not spinning the wheels. Season yep. three mm-hmm. and not four. Just spinning the it's wheels. just that that larger narrative. Where do the characters go? Yeah there's still a chance for me to hit the stop button and my phone to crash. WandaVision plot twist. To drop my phone in the toilet the beginning, before I can back anything up. So, you know, there's... <laughs> We're going to have to use the time so now to go back and re-record all this. But now we know we didn't screw up and what we need to cut out so we can fix it. This is actually take one of the Marvel 30 recordings podcast. for the first episode. Do it a couple more times. You know, we'll have five hours of We've been recording the first episode for six years. That's why it's taken so long. <laughs> We've recorded over and over. This is our two-hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're actually recording on tape right now. Um, and we've been gabbing here for a little bit, so I think it's a good time to wrap it up now, and maybe we can condense it a little bit next time if we have more than just ourselves and our partners who listen to this. And uh, we'll do one next week for episode three. Um, and yeah, so stick around. It's been fun. I'm excited. Love you, brother. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Marvel What Now podcast. This is Kurt. For more theories and custom artwork, you can follow on social media at Marvel What Now. And I am Peyton. And for more pictures of me shirtless and just general buffoonery, you can find me on Instagram at P for the number Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N. Be sure to like and subscribe at the bottom. And we will see you when we see you because we owe you nothing.